Hello, and welcome to the Rebuilding Relationships Podcast. My name is Carrie Vasquez, and I'm a relationship coach and strategist. But most importantly, I am a Jesus lover. I'm a wife, a mom to five children, and a grandmom. Each week, I'll be here with a guest or a message to help you love yourself deeper, fall in love again, and restore your relationships with God and others. Now let's get started. Hello, everyone, and welcome again to the Rebuilding Relationships podcast. So excited and so happy and honored to have you here. So let's dive into today's episode. I'm going to be talking about finding the time and the energy uh, that you need to be able to run into 2020 and do the things that you have been setting forth to do the things that you maybe didn't get done in 2019, but you are ready and you are determined to get them done in 2020. So let's dive into this episode. And the first thing I'm going to start with is rest. (laughs) And you all may be a little annoyed with this episode because I'll be honest with you, it's so many of the things that we hear on a day-to-day basis, but I believe that sometimes we just need to hear things multiple times, lots of times, read it until it settles in, until it sits in, and until it sticks, until it becomes that habit that we've been trying to form. So I encourage you to pull out a pen, a paper, your journal, and really just dive in and and write um, and really try to develop these habits to create the time and the energy and the life that you have really been desiring to live. So although you have heard these before, I want to drill them in further and just encourage you to take some time out to really do the work around it uh, before, you know, do it now, do it before Christmas. We're less than two weeks away from Christmas and, you know, it's just It's time. Sometimes we're waiting. I know for me, I've been guilty of waiting for the first of the month and not even forget the first of the year. The first of every month, I almost, I treat it almost like a new year. I'm like, okay, refresh, fresh start. Or what am I trying to do this month? What didn't I do last month that I want to get done this month? So every first of the month for me, I, it's like a new year. Uh, but what if we just started to treat each and every day like the new day that it is and we just started to do those things now, today, right now? Uh, so, yeah, so I encourage you to not even wait. And today, let's just dive in. So the first thing I said was rest If you are someone, I hear this so many times, and I, again, have been guilty myself of this, but of just making the statement, I don't have any time. I need more time. I wish I had more time. If I only had more time. And I hate to break this to you, but the chances that you really, truly don't have time are slim to none. And 
the reason I say this is because really, if you think about time in a different way, sometimes I almost, time is endless, right? Um, yes, we only have 24 hours in a day, but the reality is you could have two hours left in today. We don't know when we will take our last breath. So we can't really live by a 24-hour day. So I want to encourage you to, in a sense, throw out the thought of, oh, I have 24 hours. If I had 26, if I just had a few more hours, I could get this stuff done. And just create the time and the space for those things that you are wanting to do. I'm sure that there are so many things, um, or at least a few things, that you're probably doing right now that you can take, eliminate, you know, stop doing so that you can create, so that you can make that space and that time that you need for the things that you've been trying to get done. So create the time. Look, think about, look at, if you look at your to-do list, if you look at your planner, if you look at wherever it is that you write down, and if you don't write down or put it in your phone, whatever it is, the things that you need to get done, you really should start. And that's probably reason number, reason number one, why you feel like you don't have time. So get it down in black and white, write it out. What is it that you do on a day-to-day basis? And look at that list and really truly think about what is serving you, what is serving others, um, and what needs to stay and what needs to go. Because in order for you to be able to accomplish these things that you haven't been doing, Um, there's probably things that have to go. Um, And one of those things that need to take precedence, as I said, is getting enough rest so that you can have that, then that time and that energy to put into the things and the people that matter. So take some time to look at your to-do list. And the reason I say that is because sometimes we have so much on our list and then we're not doing what we set forth to do. So then we're up until 10, 11, 12, one o'clock, two o'clock in the morning um, trying to accomplish these things and we're not getting enough rest and then we're waking up tired and then you're, I don't want to say you're useless the next day, but your energy levels are so low because you're not getting the rest that you need. This is something I have learned for myself and continue to learn. And here's what I do now. I used to get stuck on this thing. I want to be up at four o'clock in the morning. I want to be up at five o'clock in the morning and I'm going to do X, Y, and Z. And this, I was finding myself getting up, but by 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock, I was exhausted. I felt like I had worked an entire day and there were days that I was useless after 10, 11, 12 o'clock midday. And I made a change. So the change that I made was if I'm using my time wisely and I'm up late the night, you know, at night until 11, 12, one o'clock, because there have been times that I get in the groove 
and I am working on something, whether it's, you know, for a program that I'm putting together, writing my book, cleaning my house, whatever that is. But if I get into the groove and I feel like, whoa, like I'm doing really good, I can be up till 11, 12, 1, 2 o'clock in the morning doing this. Now, I can't expect myself to be up at 5. So being that I do have the option because I create my own schedule, I've been telling myself that if I'm using my time wisely and going to bed late because I used my time wisely, then from that point, I will wake up six hours later. And I say six to eight hours, depending. I have found that my body, I'm good with about six hours of sleep. So, but if I am have a lot going on and I know that I need a little extra sleep, then I give myself the grace. I give my, my body what it needs. So, I don't force myself anymore into this, I have to be up at four, I have to be up at five. If I wanna do it, I do it, but then I have to be intentional about being in bed earlier the night before. So some people, especially, I mean, I'm not OCD in that area, but might be like, nope, gotta go to bed at this time and have to wake up at this time. And that is wonderful. If that works for you and you're getting in your rest, that is wonderful. I know for me, there's times that my nights are wonderful. Some people say, are you a night person, a morning person, a midday person? When do you work your best? And the reality is for me that I have not yet found that sweet spot for myself because there's nights that I'm on fire, there are mornings that I'm on fire, and then there's middays that I am on fire. So it varies for me. So I, each day, I play it by ear and I see how I'm doing that night or I see how I'm doing that morning. So that is the first thing is getting your rest. If you're exhausted, if you don't have the energy to put into the people in your life and the projects and the things and work and the things that you're doing, you're not going to be able to accomplish the things that you're setting forth, the things that you want to do at the level that you want to do them in. So they might get done, but chances are they're probably not getting done at the highest level because you are tired. So pour into yourself by getting rest. The second thing that I'm going to talk to you about, and this is me speaking to myself also right now, and that is exercise, movement, going for a walk, going for a run, going to the gym, whatever that is for you do it. Just get your body moving. So this is a struggle that I've had recently. And I, some of you know, I was a personal trainer and I was a personal trainer. Um, I'm still certified. I was a personal trainer at LA Fitness and I had clients there and I was going there pretty much almost every day with the exception of like a day or two. I'd go whether it was just in the morning, some evening um, clients that I had and I was um, working out working my clientele. And then I was working out four or five days a week. I was at one point, I started to train to do a bikini competition. And 
I was just all in. I will tell you on the flip side of exercise and move your body, I was exhausted. And my what I understand is that I personally was overdoing it uh, and also was not you know, taking in enough calories at some points. And so there have been times that I've done this in a healthy way. And then there's been times that I've been moving my body and it hasn't been so healthy because it's been excessive and I've gone overboard with it. So recently my, um, I've been on that other side of the spectrum, which I've been working on getting myself back on track with that. So, um, And I encourage you to do this because I also had blood work done and it came back all out of whack. And I know that it points back to um, my exercise, my lack thereof, I should say. Um, Also to what I'm eating, which I'll get to that in a minute. But exercise is something and it's not something that has to be an hour long, uh, but it's just something that will get your body, give your body the energy that it needs to really sustain and to keep going throughout the day. So with exercise, this has been my thing. I will tell myself that I'm going to move my body for 10, 15 minutes a day, however that is. And it might be taking my dog on a longer walk than usual There are times, I kid you not, and maybe you'll think I'm crazy. My husband doesn't even know this. There are times that I will be about to take a shower in my bathroom and I'm like, oh, I didn't exercise today. I didn't do anything. And I will literally for five, 10 minutes, sometimes it's just five, 10 minutes. I will do something. I will do jumping jacks in my bathroom. I will do push-ups, sit-ups, planks, whatever I can do in that bathroom, squats, I do it. And I do it before I jump in the shower. And as crazy as it sounds, it's something that gets my body moving. It gets my heart rate elevated. And I've gotten in some type of movement in my day. Now I'm working towards getting back to the 30 to an hour, 30 to 45 minute workouts. But for right now, this is where I'm at and I'm okay with that. So just creating the habit to move your body one way or the other. And I will say there was a time that um, I was walking my dog like almost every day, uh, taking him on longer walks. And I would be so hard on myself, like, oh, I didn't work out today, or I need to really exercise and do like a full blown workout. And I had to really get to a place where, again, I just extended myself that grace and realized that just the fact that I went for a 15, 20 minute walk with my dog, that was me moving my body. So I encourage you to exercise, to move your body, whatever that is for you, um, do it and, and check it off your list. So that's the second thing is working out. It's moving your body. Um, and that is so important. The third thing that I want to talk to you about is your eating habits. Now, again, I have, uh, been someone that's been, 
gluten-free, vegetarian, uh, probably vegan for a day, <laughs> um, pescatarian. Um, now I would probably categorize myself as pescatarian, but uh, I have, um, you know, tried all the the diets. I've done Whole30, which was wonderful. Um, I actually did enjoy doing Whole30 for 30 days and just kind of cleansing and detoxing. But there's all of these things out there that you could be trying and doing. But the bottom line is, and what's most important is what you're putting into your body, the majority of 365 days in the year. So what you do for five days or for 14 days or even 30 days is not going to matter as much as what you do all those other days in the year. So throw the diets out the the window and just create those eating habits that are good and healthy for you. So uh, I have recently, this past summer, I stopped eating meat and I I was doing it for 30 days. I wanted to, again, just do like a cleanse and I stopped eating meat. Now, I reintroduced me, and I will say that I felt crappy. So I also started to watch all those food, you know, videos on um, these farms and the way meat was processed. And I made a decision that I no longer wanted to eat red meat, that I no longer wanted to eat chicken or turkey, Um And I'm happy with that decision. Now, again, pay attention to your body because I will say that I went through a period of time that I, my body was just not feeling very well. So I did start to introduce fish into my diet. Um, Although I probably have it, I don't even know if I have it once a week, maybe once a week, maybe not even that. Uh, But the point is that I want to make with that is Listen to your body. So if you are making a decision and you are uh, not eating certain things and that is what you're creating to be your eating habit, that's great. Um, Just pay attention to what it is that your body needs. My daughter, for example, is vegan. And so that's one thing that I've just been teaching her, like, how is your body feeling? So, you know, making sure that we're taking the right supplements that are needed um, and making sure that we are increasing and doing better with the veggies and the fruits. Uh, Because the one thing that I unfortunately have fell into is having so many carbs. And uh, so there's been some changes going on with that. And to create this habit, uh, to be one that's a positive one and that is one that's serving you and and your family, um, I know that it comes first and foremost through the importance of meal planning and just planning out your meals for the week and knowing what you're going to, you know, keeping your home stocked with the groceries that you need, with the foods that you need to be able to maintain the lifestyle that you want to create for yourself. And uh, I know that when my, the food gets low in the house and there's no plan, everything's all over the place and we all eat whatever. So Be sure 
to plan out your meals. I will say for us, we're not this, we're not a creative household when it comes to meals. We're pretty basic um, and probably somewhat bland maybe. I honestly had this like meal plan where we kind of ate the same thing um, every Monday, you know, I and I try to make it a little fun. So I created this meal plan a few years ago where I would do meatless Mondays. And so Monday would be like rice and beans or uh, maybe pizza or whatever. So that was meatless Monday, taco Tuesday, and we would do Mexican or, you know, tacos on Tuesday. And I would, I, Wednesday has been one of two things. I used to have wacky Wednesday where I would do, say I would do like some type of dish or whatever, or mix things in or leftovers or whatever. So maybe any meat that was left from Taco Tuesday or anything that was left from Monday would go into Wednesday. Thursday was a tour of Italy. So Thursday was usually has or is usually Italian food. So I'll do some type of pasta um, sauce. And Friday was it used to be Freaky Friday, but uh, I think um, now I've been doing fast food Friday. Well, we've done fast food Fridays. Not that we get fast food. Sometimes we do. We order or I would just make things that was fast. So we would do like hot dogs, hamburgers. Um, not that I do those anymore, but <laughs> something that was fast for Friday. Saturday, um, I would do like a soup and sandwich, salads. I basically, if you could tell, just took the letter and just kind of gave it a name and created this meal plan. Now, Sunday, I do like a Spanish, like Puerto Rican meals, like rice and beans or something that revolved around our culture. So, um, and then one of those days, a lot of times, like I said, Wednesday or that Friday ends up being like a leftover night. So that's generally the foods that we eat. I don't have like a big meal plan that I go through each and every week. It's usually the same thing. And uh, yeah, we just eat the same things. So so eating, create those meals, create the habit um, that you want around eating by creating those meal plans, by creating that day that you do your shopping and just really being intentional about what you put into your body. Um, and again, this is something that I'm just personally even revisiting myself. Now, I want to say something about each one of these things that I'm sharing with you today with the resting, with exercise and eat what we're putting into our bodies so that we can gain time and energy to do the things and accomplish the things that we are trying to do that we are determined to do, that we're going to do. So the reason um, I say these, share these things, and I really wanted to also talk about these things is because I think it's such a big struggle for so many of us to really stay on top of these things. And if you are someone that's like on top of your game and you're able to really uh, get these things um, done and, and stay on top of it, that is is amazing. And we celebrate you. Those of us who uh, can't or don't, I, sh I can't say can't, we can do this. Those of us who have not 
gotten to a place that we can consistently accomplish the getting enough rest, the getting our exercise in and the eating the great foods that we uh, that we want to eat every single day. Um, we celebrate you and that's wonderful. And we are going to get there. We're going to get there. And my prayer is that this episode be that anchor for all of us that still struggle with this, that this episode would be that episode that anchors all, us all in to this habit of getting enough rest into the habit of getting exercise, however many days we set out for, whether it's three days a week, four days a week, six days a week, whatever it is you set out for, and to eat healthy each and every day and fill our bodies and fuel our bodies with the things that we know are going to create the time and the energy that we need in our lives. So that is my prayer, that this would anchor that in. And we celebrate those who have figured this out. And the reason that I come on and share this with you all, even though I'm still working through these things, is because I remember Jasmine Starr saying, actually on her podcast in one of her episodes, she said, sometimes the very thing that we teach is the thing that we are still learning. It was life-changing for me when she said that. I'm pretty sure I cried in that moment because how many times do you feel uh, like a fake or do you feel like an imposter, right? Especially for business owners right now and being entrepreneurs, we hear so much about imposter syndrome and how we can have this tendency to just feel fake because we feel like, I'm not perfect. I haven't figured it all out, but yet I'm going to teach this to you and coach you in this area. And sometimes that can hold us back if we really allow it to, if we um, get stuck in that space. And I've been there before, but it's so encouraging to hear someone else say, you know, that sometimes that very thing that you are teaching, that you are sharing with the world is a thing that you're still working on and this thing that you're still working on perfecting and growing in. And it really meant a lot because while there's been times in my life that my eating has been on point, my workouts have been great and my sleep has been good. I haven't been great with sleep, but I've gotten so much better, so much better. Uh, but, and, and I would just say, side note, my sleep got so much better because it had, it really caught up with me. I was really losing so much sleep and not getting enough sleep that my body just started to really feel it. And I was dealing with the consequences of that. So hence the reason why I started out with getting rest, because <laughs> I completely understand the importance of it. Um, but as I was saying, I was just so encouraged by Jasmine Starr making that statement because um, I don't ever want you all to think I come here and I share my stories or speak on this podcast like I'm better than anyone or like I got it all figured out because I don't. <laughs> I totally don't. But I will say that 
I'm definitely grateful that I have learned so much over the years and that these are lessons that A, I've learned. And even if I haven't perfected them, I'm working on them. So I encourage you that, hey, if you fell and you tripped up and you messed up, get back up and get back on track and let's do it again. So the last thing that I'm going to share with you that is so important, and I believe this to be um, probably, honestly, the number one, although I saved it for last because I saved the best for last, and that is your spiritual life. Um, your spiritual life and having that time with yourself and God, just having that devotional time, that prayer time is something that is going to really just fuel you for the day. And I know that when I skip it, I know that the days, the weeks that I've been on the go and that I don't take that intentional time to sit down and just be before the Lord um, and be in the Word, having a time of prayer and meditation, I truly feel at my weakest. And I don't think it's coincidence. <laughs> I know and I believe that uh, this that time with God is just a time to refuel. So if you're not a believer um, and you you don't believe in God, I just encourage you to just to have that time with yourself by yourself. Take that time and have a time of meditation because that time is really going to be a time of you pouring back into you refueling. And if you are a believer, you know what to do. And I encourage you just not to get stuck in formality. Don't get stuck in legalism because this is something that held me back for so many years. I would get so caught up in like, I've got to wake up at five. I have to brush my teeth. Then I have to sit down with the Bible and a pen and a notebook. And I have to get on my knees and I have to pray for so long. And then I have to write my prayers out or read the Bible for X amount of minutes and then write about it. And, and can I tell you that that was a period of time in my life that I did the least amount of time with God. Now, throughout my days, I'm like in prayer, thanking God for things, praying for people, loved ones, friends, family. Um, but it was the least amount of time that I really had this intentional time with God because it was like, I, I put too much on myself about what it needed to look like, you know, and some people would be like, oh my gosh, you have to rise up early in the morning and have that time with God first thing in the morning. And I got so stuck on that. And again, I struggled. Uh, and there was a period of time that nights was better for me. And um, I could sit before bed and, and do my devotional before bed. But then sometimes I get stuck with, oh, what are people, people said it should be in the morning. And, you know, and they backed it up with scripture. And, you know, so I say that to say, don't get caught up in what other people say. Don't get caught up in thinking that it has to be done one way or the other. And I just encourage you to take what other people say and whatever serves you awesome, use it 
take it. Same thing with me. Whatever I say, you know, take what serves you. Take the things that bless you and that help your life move forward. And whatever doesn't work for you, throw that out. It doesn't work for you. Put it in 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 your pocket. Put it in your back pocket. Maybe it'll work later. Maybe it won't ever work. But I just encourage you to take that time to consider what works for you. So, you know, write it down and make a decision that whether your devotional time, your time of quiet meditation um, is going to be in the morning, wonderful. If you need that midday for lunchtime, wonderful. If you need that after work or after you're done working with clients, awesome. If you need that in the evening before bed, great. If you need it all each and every time in all those time slots, do it. But my point to you is just do what works best for you. But these four things, getting enough rest, making sure that you move your body, that you exercise, eating healthy foods, fueling your body, taking the supplements that you need, listening to your body, what is it that your body needs? And lastly, taking time out with God, having a time of devotional and prayer, um, having a time of meditation. These are four things that are going to help you have the time and the energy that you need to accomplish your goals for the rest of 2019 because we're not done. So I encourage you, pick something. I don't care what it is. Pick something and do that thing really well for the rest of 2019 and continue it into 2020. And then go ahead and add to those goals. Take away from those goals, whatever it is you need to do to make your life awesome and amazing and live a life full of passion and love. Do those things. So Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I am so happy that you have come and joined me. Now I want to tell you, on December 20th, I'm going to start pre-sales for my book, Recreate Your Love. It's going to be coming out on January 20th. Recreate Your Love is going to be out, and I... And it's surreal. I'm so excited. So get ready for those pre-sales. Get on my mailing list. So go ahead to my website, put your email in there, get on my mailing list so that you can get updates about the book and so that you can know when the pre-sales start. So something else I'm so excited about. And finally, I'm going to be partnering with an organization to do a donation uh, to them for my book launch on January 20th, which is also Martin Luther King Day. So make sure you join my email list so you can stay tuned and stay on top of all the greatest and latest things that are going on with me and my podcast and my business. Again, thank you all for your support. Love you guys. Take care. Thank you so much for listening to the Rebuilding Relationships podcast. I hope that I have served you on the highest level. And if I have, please be sure to share this episode and give me a great rating on iTunes so that I can continue to serve you and others. Now head on over to my website and grab your free copy of the first chapter of my book, 
called Recreate Your Love. It's coming out soon. My website is www.passion4visions.com. And while you're there, go ahead and check out more of my services. My heart is always to serve you with much love. Have an amazing week and be sure to head back next week for our next episode.